Does a band have to fit within a genre to be great? We'll find out on this episode of Chris Aiken Presents. It is Chris Aiken Presents, and I, of course, am Chris Aiken, and today I am thrilled to be presenting one of the most heaviest, best bands that is out there today. They are out, coming back once again with a new release called Bleed Abide. The band is called Body Snatcher, and joining me today to talk all about it is Kyle Carter. Kyle, how are you? Hey, good, man. How are you doing? Good, man. Like I told you before we got started, man, it is great to talk to you, man. This album is an ass kicker, man. Just, <laughs> you know, and, yeah. and I'm sure you hear that from album to album because you guys have not released anything soft. That's for sure. But, <laughs> but this one, my goodness, you guys were quite angry when you wrote this, no? Hey, that was that that was the goal, you know? I mean, I'm glad that we uh, that we that we did exactly what we wanted to do, man. Like this this album, I love it from front to back. And I know I'm biased, but I really do love it a lot. Sure. Well, you you know what's interesting about it, man? And it's funny because I, I, I'm aware of the band anyway, so mm-hmm. I found the bio a little bit funny because the bio, it, it seems like whoever wrote the bio doesn't know the band enough just because it goes out of its way to mm-hmm. make the point about, well, we're not this, we're definitely deathcore, we're not... We're not hardcore. You know, it, it went to yeah. great lengths to say that. And I think, I think you guys, you're, I, I know you guys claim deathcore. Mm-hmm. I don't think you guys are anything. I think you guys are just metal because. See, I, I like that the, the best. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I like that the best. That's kind of how I'd like to describe us is I don't, I don't like to be just one genre kind of thing. Cause then it deters people from wanting sure. to listen to it. Mm-hmm. So I I see metalcore, hardcore, deathcore, even slight like like beatdown stuff. I don't really like that that name that that genre too sure. much, but but I I do still see what people mean when they say that. But yeah, sure. I, I don't like to be just one thing. Mm-hmm. But if I did have to pick one, then we all just kind of agreed on on deathcore because sure. we all just love deathcore. Sure, which I I love it as well. But I, I always think that, especially with a band that the masses don't know, I mm-hmm. think when you put it into a category, you're basically putting it to be compared against the worst in that category. Yeah. No, yeah. Nobody goes out and says, well, it's thrash. These guys must be the next Metallica. You know, they, mm-hmm. they say, well, it's thrash. It must be this band that I saw once and they sucked. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? exactly. It's yeah. just not fair, really. Yeah, I hate genres and all the subgenres and all the... Like, especially in the States, like, people will, like, they'll stay in their, in their genre, you know? Like, mm-hmm. people are very shy to come out of their own genres and support other genres. Sure. And, and what I, you know, what I think is interesting with your band, especially, trying to put your, trying to pick your songs and say, well, this is deathcore, this is hardcore, mm-hmm. this is, it doesn't work because you guys... Yeah, you you guys, you know, even within the songs change. You, you yeah. know, you'll have you'll like have like a a bridge that's hardcore that'll break into just a vicious breakdown. And then yeah. you, you know, it, it goes all over the map. It, it it really I know I'm harping on this a little bit, but it, it just really as somebody that has followed the band for years, I hate yeah. that that's what they're leading with now instead of 
this is like one of the killer bands that's out there today. No, it's it's cool that you like pick that out because like that's how I've always seen it. Like as like that that's how I want it to be seen. So it's cool that that some people are seeing that. Sure. So definitely. I, well, I like well that. cool. Well, dude, bleed abide. Um if if I was to compare, and I try not to compare to previous releases because you grow as a band, mm-hmm. but just comparing it to the heavy void from 2020 this is way more fierce and way more it feels like it's purposely more brutal is mm-hmm. is that what you guys were going for this time uh i mean we just wanted to be the most aggressive that we could be without with it like having purpose you know cuz we mm-hmm. we don't we obviously love to write breakdowns and make heavy music and everything but it has to like mean something at the same time like those heavy parts have to have purpose rather than just being heavy to be heavy. So we, we always go into it with that in mind. Um, and then, yeah, we, we did want to just go, go along that same path of just let's top the, the last record. Let's make it heavier. Let's make it faster. Let's make it slower. Like just sure. a, in every way, just try to make it better than the last one. Sure. Do, do you guys ever write something and just say, nah, that's not, it's not enough of where we want to get to. Definitely, definitely. We we do a lot of trial and error. Um, sometimes it's within an hour the song is done and it doesn't change for months. But other okay. times it's like one of us is like, no, something's got to be heavier. Like uh, we we try to go into it with every single part of every song has to like like fill you with that energy, or else. Uh, if, and if it doesn't, then you have to change that part. Sure, definitely. So. Well, it definitely works. <laughs> you know, whatever yeah. y'all are doing, it definitely yeah. works, man. Well, dude, let's talk about the most recent video that you just put out what, a week or so ago for uh, mm-hmm. Behind the Crowd. Um, first of all, smashing tune. My God, is that a Thank punch you. in the head? But that looks like the funnest video shoot ever, man. It just looks like, <laughs> you know, you guys had a lot of fun shooting it. it. looks like the fans had a lot of fun doing it. So tell me a little bit about this video shoot, how it came to be, how you had you know, people in the place and how it went. So it's uh, it's this tiny little venue. Um, it's called the Slam House. So okay. it'll be like, uh, I've gone to a couple local shows there and a lot of bands shoot music videos there. We shot, um, we shot EDA and Absolved both in the same location um, as like just the other music videos. So we, uh, we, always wanted to do like a live video type thing. So we made it like this secret, uh, the secret, like a secret group on Facebook because this okay. place is obviously really small. So we didn't sure. want to be public about it because sure. then it would probably get shut down and all that. Cause it's just too many people at that point. So we kept it a secret until the day before. Um, and all these people still showed up. <laughs> uh, we had a couple of our friends, uh, and our, um, our uh, music video director guy that have, that's done a couple. His name's Toddy. Um, he had a couple of his of his friends also filming, so it was like all angles were being filmed at the same time. So it, it was a lot of fun. We did. We uh, we brought a grill, uh, brought like burgers, dogs, everything. It was just like a big party, pretty much. Sure. Now yeah. I don't know. Mu- I don't know a whole lot about your fan base, but I'm judging from this alone and saying very loyal. Is that accurate? <laughs> I'd like to think so. Yeah, we like. I've been me, Chris, and Shope have been in the band for four years now, okay. and we still see a lot of the same people come out to the shows, like just those diehard fans. 
Um, sure. Yeah, it's 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 always great to see. And at, in this video, yeah, there were a, a couple of those kids that came out. There was also a kid who had never even heard of us who saw <laughs> the post the day before and drove like four or five hours just for this video. And he had no idea who we nice. were or anything. He just saw like free show video shoot and he just drove. So, Fame whore. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was really cool. Yeah, that's funny, man. Well, well, Kyle, obviously, man, um, you've got the other videos which you mentioned, and they're both solid. I wanted to start with Absolved of the Strings and Stone. Mm-hmm. That to me seemed like the most natural choice for a single on on the release. If if there is a quote unquote oh, okay. single, you know, yeah. that one that one fits. It's probably the easiest to pull people in with. So mm-hmm. how how was that song chosen? Um, that song was chosen um pretty much like right when I wrote it instrumentally, we were like, okay, this is, this is going to be one of the ones that kind of sticks out. Um, that one to me was always one that, uh, I wanted to be a single. So I was pushing for it. Uh, Chris was pushing for it. Um, and then it just, it just kind of happened. The video, um, was a brand new, like attempt from Toddy at the unreal engine, uh, green screen stuff. So that was his very first time ever attempting that. And we just we let him play around with it and do his best with uh, with with that video. Just to try something new, you know. Sure. Um, so I, I think it I think it came together pretty well. Yeah, um, no, it's a it's a cool vid. But the the song also I think like it's it's funny you say it seemed like a natural choice because to us it kind of seemed like a risky choice because it was okay. Like, it's more on the experimental side for Body Snatcher, I guess, because it has like those more instrumental sections. And stuff mm-hmm. that we don't usually do, sure. Um, but it also had elements from the rest of the album. So, it, like when you hear it in context of the album, it does fit. Sure, if, if that makes sense. It does. No, the the reason I thought it was a natural choice is the reason you think it was an it was not the natural choice. Is mm-hmm. I think that that instrumental piece makes it a lot easier for for less hardcore metal fans to digest it. Yeah, you know, yeah, which okay. will bring them in. So, mm-hmm. you know, by contrast, EDA, I thought was the oddest choice of all of them to do, <laughs> to do just because I, I mean, if, if I was, if I was the guru at the record company that was yeah. trying to put it together, I would have gone with either abide or flatline personally. Just yeah. They, yeah. They jump but right flatline out. was uh, flatline was going to be where behind the crowd was, but last second we were like, we think behind the crowd would be better for a live type video than flatline, even though flatline did seem like a single. Sure. Um, so it, it was, it was really hard, which a lot of, uh, a lot of people can't really, uh, relate to, to that, but pit, just, I don't know, just picking the singles on this was extremely hard because they were just all so strong on, on their own. Sure. And, and you know, that's the, that is the thing, Kyle, for me anyway, is this is mm-hmm. not a, this is not a record you listen to a song from. This mm-hmm. is a release that, like the Heavy Void, I thought you could pick a song here and a song there, and you know, you get your five minutes of metal and you're good. You know, yeah. this this is literally put it on, strap in for an hour, and come out of it tired. You know, yeah. you know that yeah. that's it's just it, one it, cohesive piece, yeah, right. Which is which is rare in the heavy music game. You know, mm-hmm. in in the heavy music game, it's it's. I mean, you know, you listen to heavy music, man. I mean, how mm. many full records do you sit down and listen to from start to finish? Not many these days. Not many yeah. at all. Exactly. Yeah. Well, dude, one one of the things I did want to kind of talk, this is more of an in general thing, is 
I think it's a great time right now for extreme music. And the reason, two reasons, I think it's, it's great. One, the old bands, the old, the old timers are aging out, you know, Mm -hmm. they're, and look, I'm an old time, I'm 53. So I've came up in the Mm -hmm. era of the old time bands and love them, but not loving the, you know, Metallica, Megadeth, et cetera. I'm not trying to bag on them. I'm just saying, I don't love them as much as before. Mm -hmm. And, you know, and they're softening up because they're 60, 70 year old guys. I think that leaves a lot of room for fresh blood, like, like your band. I also think a lot of people right now, specifically right now are gravitating toward heavier music. And I don't know why it's the combination of being depressed and the pandemic and blah, 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 you know, everything being harder, it's leading people toward heavier music. So I'm curious if you see that or if you think that I'm just, you know, being an old guy that's pontificating. (laughs) No, I mean, I definitely see it, and I do like seeing it. Um, it gives me a lot of hope for the future of just heavy music in general. But, like, just even listening to, like, modern, uh, like, those, like, the rock stations, like, the hard rock stations on the radio mm-hmm. and stuff, you'll hear, like, a casual breakdown here and there now. Sure. Which is, like, really strange if you were to be, if this was 10 years ago, that wouldn't, that wouldn't be happening. So sure. just, like that slow increase in heaviness in mainstream is really cool to hear. Sure. It, it's, it's only unfortunate though, that, uh, that the older bands that are still doing it at the highest level mm-hmm. aren't giving back to the scene that gave them, you know, and taking yeah. those been taking bands like yours out. I mean, it, yeah, it be- I mean it, it, it's, I feel like it, it's starting to happen. I know the tour isn't going to happen now, but that, uh, that Lorna shore, a day to remember, bring me the horizon tour that got announced a few months ago. That was huge for like heavy, heavy, the heavy scene in general. But I think that one got canceled for some reason, probably uh, COVID stuff or something. I'm not sure. But yeah, that's just seeing more and more of that is awesome. Sure. Well, you know, as heavy, as heavy tours go, you guys obviously have a huge heavy tour yourself coming up with Mm -hmm. um, Dying Fetus, Chelsea, Grand Frozen Soul and Undeath. Um, Talk about this tour, man. That's a, that's a beat fest if ever there was one. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're so fucking excited, man. Um, I, I just realized today actually that I have to pack still. (laughs) we we leave in like three days and i'm like oh shit i forgot like i forgot that i have to like do all this all this packing and everything but uh but yeah for this one we're like really excited because we've done the the full u.s tour a bunch of times at this point but we've never played like most of these venues like most of these bigger places so it's gonna feel fresh you know it's gonna be like really exciting to be around like all these um these newer fans that haven't that wouldn't usually listen to us because of the genre gap type sure. thing like the the death metal metal type thing right. um so it's it's really exciting we've we went out uh with chelsea grin in 2019 and those mm-hmm. dudes were awesome so it's it's going to be really fun to hang out with them again sure do you have you had any feedback from people that are coming to the tour yet that are either either like oh i can't wait for this or oh man you guys in dying fetus that doesn't work or have you had any kind of feedback at all yet or not yet um when i believe when the tour just got announced there were like a couple scattered comments uh here and there of like um of like the the death metal kids saying saying like that they're only going to watch like uh, undeath, frozen soul, and dying fetus. 
And like, I mean, it, it, it is what it is. You're always going to yeah. get people like that. But for the most part, everyone's super excited to see us. There's a bunch of people that have been waiting to see us. But yeah, you're, you're always going to get people like that. But yeah, God bless the internet, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure they're going to stay anyways, you know? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah, you get a couple beers in anybody, yeah, and they're they're exactly. good. Hey, let's let's yeah. st- let's see what these guys are. So they they'll they'll realize that the bands that they were worried about aren't what they think they are live. Sure, a, lo- a lot of bands live are a lot different vibe than on record. So. Sure. Are you guys? I I haven't seen the band. So are are you guys? I think I think we're a live band. I think okay. I think our our energy comes out a lot more naturally, um, like in the live setting. Okay. Um, I, I obviously love listening to our to our stuff on record because that's why that's why I like to write it because I I like to write what I want to hear you know so like I'm I'm biased as far as that goes but I do think we're a live band and the other guys agree with me on that sure. um, we we all think that that's where we shine the brightest you know sure. Now, man, you obviously have this tour, which is a long tour. It was six, six, seven weeks, and it's. Mm-hmm. It seems like you guys are playing literally every night, man. It seems like it's a, yeah. it's a a longer tour. Do you have plans past it, or because of COVID, you can't make plans past it, or where yet? Um, we have some stuff booked. We have that uh that Europe tour that's rescheduled with um Chelsea Grant and Carnifex okay. in November. It was supposed to happen uh this previous February a few months ago. But because of Europe and everything, they rescheduled it to November. So it's looking like that's going to happen now. Um, we do have an, a couple other tours booked um, in between in between now and then. Uh, but I don't think we're allowed to say anything about any of that stuff sure. yet. But it is it is going to be really cool. Obviously, like I just I, I mean I wish I could talk about it, but I just can't at the moment. <laughs> well, that's all right, man. I mean, it gives you a chance to come back and talk about it yes. later, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, well, very good, man. Well, dude, the, the new album is called Bleed Abide. It is Body Snatcher. It is a real ass kicker, if I do say so myself. This sucker is really, really a punch in the face. So I suggest everybody gets it. And uh, Kyle, where should we tell people to go to get the record, keep up with you guys, tour dates, all that stuff? Uh, you can go on Bleed uh, Abide, just like it says on the uh, on the album cover, the with the dash in the, in, in between it. So bleedabide.com. You can get all the all the info there. Um, you can get tickets from Dying Fetus's page or our page. Uh, you can get tickets ev- everywhere. You can go on Spotify to stream, uh, Apple, Amazon, Bandcamp, YouTube, pretty much a- anywhere you can find music. Sure. Okay. Very good. Well, everybody should stream it, but they should also get out to a show and buy it. Stop, yes. stop being so cheap. <laughs> <laughs> I, I went out, I went out of my way for the, for the physicals too, and made sure the physicals were worth it. So very good, man. Well, uh, one more time, the release is called Be- bleed abide. It is body snatcher and Kyle. Thanks so much for joining me here on Chris Aiken presents. All right. Thank you for having me, man. Hey, what's going on, everybody? It is Chris Aiken, and I have got a special for you. This one right here. This is it. And other things I should not say. The book that's probably caused me more problems than it was worth, but I don't care because it was fun to write and fun to release, and it is out there. 
I just found a box with a few copies that are autographed. So for those of you that have been trying to get it autographed, now's the time. I literally have three copies of it. So if you want it, come get it. Get it right now. It is. And other things I should not say. My tales of my debauchery in Korea. It's a wild one, folks, but get it today over at chrisakenbooks.com. Get them while you can.